International Arctic Science Committee Nun no cavis erat to Nirisimatus on Namasurat set to Ik heb een 
Sherilyn Sakishin. Nitnuna <laughs> 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 <laughs
Electric Light Orchestra is on the other side Blue Sky. Yeah, man, Hello, <laughs> <laughs>
Tes Ja, 
Ja. Chocolate äh Apfelsinmassen. So mit ich bin noch so schön nicht gemein. Ich bin nicht so gut. Ich Ich 
International Arctic Science Committee
International Arctic Science Committee'in rapporteurs Kokanipunga. <laughs> <laughs> Nobin <laughs> <laughs> Tamar, <laughs> <laughs> Kemusuk 
الإمام فتح الشقم ashawshishima <laughs> <laughs> Ja, <laughs> <laughs> 
تكوشي الناس ما بعد السكن وضيق في سكن نص ونلقوش الناس جاء أما القصاتين عندهم قنوة ومت ونا قيل نقطين شو تيجي كم نص ثلاثة نص واحد يجيني الناس ما مي دامات مقبل نومني دامات القصاتين ما زاد عن إن رت القدر فرا أما ميل مورمي أتاج مور النسق دارهم القصة قديني النسق وندو سنتت شو مليار تدسني إنويت تدسني كيجين كيجين غنا تدسني كلام ولكن <تصفيق> Jefe del Departamento de Mamíferos y Aves del Instituto de Recursos Naturales de Groenlandia. Y soy chilango. So, of course, uh, we would like to know um, more, a little bit more of yourself. Um, how could you introduce yourself for where you were born and raised and... In which city you grew up? Yes, I am. A, I was born in Mexico City. I was born and raised in Mexico. And I am. I'm a biologist. I studied biology in in Norway. I started in Mexico and ended up in in Tromsø. And I have been uh, working in Greenland since uh, 2005 mm. at the Greenland Institute of Natural Resources, where I am. A, mm. I'm the head of the Department of Birds and Mammals. Mm. Yes. Uh, do you have siblings? Yes. Oh, <laughs> it's a bit... Uh, you know, one of the things I like about Greenland is that it's... Uh, when I had to explain my family story, it's a bit Greenlandic-like. Like, in Denmark or Norway, everybody has a mom and a dad and a couple of siblings. Mm. And uh, in Greenland and in Mexico, it's a long story. So I have a... <laughs> I'm the only son from my mother and my father, but uh, my mom has uh, three other kids, which I love, they're my, my little siblings, and my father has also three mm. kids, which I also love, especially my, my little sister and a big sister. So, so I have, I'm the only, but I'm part of a family of three and part of a family of six. Mm. So how do you remember your um, childhood? Like, what do you play back then? Well, it's like from another planet now. It's a, 
I was born in the late 60s, so my childhood is uh, Mexico in the 70s. I don't know if you saw the film uh, Rome in Netflix. It's a black and white film. Whoa. It's uh, almost about my childhood. It's a, a middle-class family in the southern part of Mexico City with uh, a lot of time on the street, playing in the street, uh, walking to school, no internet. Mm. A matriarchal family. I live at my grandmother's house with my mother and, and my grandfather. And, uh, and a foster sister of my mother. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Like, what, what was your favorite food back then? Mm. Yeah, it still is. Um, I love the Mexican food. It's, uh, we used to have every day, it ate uh, when I was a child, soup and then rice and then a, a warm meal and then a dessert and, and the beans soup is uh, some of the best, I think. And uh, um, yeah, Mexican food is good, various. Mm, like a strong food. Chili, yeah, it's Chili. important. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it has to be tasty, yes. Mm. Yeah. Like your grandmother made a special dish in a special case. There was something every different every day. Yes, mm. yes. Actually, there is a uh, one. One of my brothers, my middle brother, he's a uh, he's an editor. He makes films, and he he did a a series for Netflix called uh, Taco Chronicles, Taco. La Historia del Taco. Mm. You can see about uh, learn a lot about Mexico and and the food on it, on Netflix. Oh wow! From my brother. Mm. Now, tungo mita sa ima nuturasan nawa dasa akfini maslunik katungo siya kapok pingasut anan miningganit pingasut la tata miningganit katani poslo takot anan mi tata mi kajinan dasa akfini maslo pun katungo sigit Mexico siya tama pero ay tapo soslo anakusun anakusun initud anakut atakuslo supit mama kasagosuan amaro Yes. <laughs> Fernando, um, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, Mexico City. In the 60s and 70s, uh, how was the city back then? <laughs> well, back when I remember in the 70s, it was very, very polluted. It was, the air was so bad that uh, you could hardly see two blocks ahead and the eyes were tearing, were, were having tears in my eyes because of the smoke. Mm. And, but uh, from the industries or...? From the cars, it's a valley surrounded oh. by mountains, so all the smoke from the cars and the industries was was really really bad, mm. and, uh, and there was traffic. But there was also a, at that time a very safe place you could walk. Well, safe place. I I, I felt safe. I could walk around a lot as a kid. Mm. And, uh, maybe it was not so safe. I I I. I, I 
I could rob it a few times. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay, but how how was the culture back then? There are Have some, it? yeah. There, there are some. You know, when I came to Greenland, I have been living ten years in in Norway and uh, and Denmark, and I thought I was going to go to a, to a totally different place. Greenland was like the Arctic, but it was. Uh, I was struck about a lot of similarities. It was a bit like uh, mm. coming home. I could see that uh, folk could laugh uh, loud in the in the street, and, and people was very welcome and very very um, relaxed compared to Scandinavian. So so I think Greenlanders will feel at home in, mm. in, in Mexico. It's a it's a very very open country, very mm. unsophisticated and happy. You mentioned the movie Roma. Yes. And uh, you said that you mentioned that uh, it's kind of like uh, how you grew up. Uh, the movie uh, how how Can you can we compare it? I mean, it's on Netflix, right? Yeah. And uh, you can watch it, and uh, maybe you can tell a little bit about your childhood. Is that uh, right? Yeah. It, uh, well, I think they did an incredible job in that movie at recreating the the sounds of uh, Mexico in the 1970s with a yeah. a lot of birds and a lot of cars and a lot of people talking and, yeah. and a busy yeah. busy city. With, uh, <laughs> A lot of movement. Yeah, it's also political and uh, all that. Um, have you? Um, do you remember uh, how you grew up during the times in the 70s in Mexico? I mean, how was it? Uh, was it rough? Or how was it? Well, Mexico City was—it's a normal city. Life, yeah. l- life goes on. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, Political. It's a. It's a mess. It's it's it's, it's a yeah. it's a very corrupt uh, country. Traditionally, the, the the like the corruption is based from from the policeman in the street to the mm. to the many presidents we have had. Everybody steals, or yeah. So so it's. Uh, I'm just uh, reading out of uh, Alfonso Cuarón's uh, mm-hmm. Roma, and um, he has uh, made the movie and. Uh, It says here, painstakingly precise, mm-hmm. uh, how love was in Mexico City in the late 70s. Yeah. Yes. Mm. <laughs> how about football, soccer back yes. then? Like, were you very into it? Was uh, it popular? No, I, I, I. Well, it's hard not to, not to be familiar with football, mm. and, but I'm very bad at it. I, 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 I better. I'm better at looking football than playing football. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you play football back then? Not much at school. Mm. Yeah. But I, I um <laughs> I happened to be traveling in, in South America in nineteen eighty five to eighty six and that was just before Mexico's uh, world championship was played in Mexico. Oh. And that was a really good uh, kind of passport being a Mexican mm. traveling in, 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 in other countries because everybody loves it. Mexico and Mexicans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Fernando Ogarte, um, so you moved to Norway you, when you were 23 and um, you have lived there like about 10 years and you're a biologist and then you moved here in 2005 actually. What, what was your reaction when you moved here? To Greenland. Mm. I um, I knew very little about Greenland before I got the job in the in the Home Rule government. Then, but I I remember the first day I came out of the I landed on the plane in Kangerslussuaq and uh, opened the door and then look at that uh, it was May. Mm. Look at that uh, huge wide space with the fresh clean air and the fjords and the mountains and the frozen sea, mm. and I thought this is it. I, I this is going to be my home. I'm, I, I, it felt so right from oh, the start. Wow. So you went from Kjernsluswak to Nuuk and then... Yes, and then I was picked up by my colleagues there and I showed up around Nuuk and uh, put in a vacant, in a temporary mm. housing until I got my own place. Mm. What did you work with back then? Since I, you work with birds and mammals now? Yeah, well, I, I, I had a, a master's in biology studying killer whales and, and and fish and herring. And then I had been working for some years as a, a kind of a freelancer doing a whale surveys, counting whales in, in, in Norway and Iceland and Antarctica. And then I got a job in whales in the United Kingdom, counting dolphins and, and harbor porpoises. So I knew about marine mammals. Mm. And my job, my first job here was working on the Department of Fisheries and Hunting, helping with the international uh, work with the International Whaling Commission and North Atlantic Marine Mammal Commission and the management of whales. Mm. And then after two years, I saw a vacant from from a new job at the the Greenland Institute of Natural Resources. So Mm. that's my my job now, Mm. since 2007. which is also a job that I knew when I when I got it that it was the the perfect work. So, mm. yeah. You just enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting and uh, and important and mm. has a, has a meaning. Yeah. yeah. So what you do is uh, like give advice for sustainable su- sustainable use for living mammals and all that. Yeah, that's that's the thing. We we advise the government about the the mainly the hunting of uh, of of birds and mammals. 
so to it, make it sure it's sustainable so that, that the Greenlanders have. So it must involve a lot of monitoring too. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. I am I am the the head of a team of uh, of people that uh, go around Greenland uh, counting animals and studying them and trying to understand how they are moving and how. Mm. Mm. So you have traveled around in the coast. Yes, I, I have. I think it's it's not my it's not the main part of my work. I am more in the helping to write reports and helping to write advice and doing the administration and budgeting and personal like uh, human resources. Mm. But every year I try to spend some time uh, helping in the different projects or, mm. or, or myself doing some of the field work. Yeah. For the for oh sorry. Yeah. That, yeah. For 15 years, you have worked with birds and mammals, quite a say. Um, have you seen like a dr drastic change within the animals? Yeah, I wouldn't say drastic change, but slow and steady. Some changes are clear. Like um, there are some of the the bird colonies with a brownish guillemot. It's called appa, mm -hmm. uh, which are. Uh, less and less every year, a little bit less, a little bit lesser, fewer births uh, every year since mm. since we started monitoring. There are also some uh, narwhals in East Greenland. Uh, we have counted a, a few times and, and there are every time less animals. There is a uh, harbor seal, which was uh, protected in uh, 2010 because there were very few left and there are in most places, still very few left. So, so there are some changes, mm. but not all, not not all is bad. There, there are some. The majority of the stocks are are doing well, are, are well, well managed in Greenland. Yeah. Mm. So, what do you think about like future? Since we could see uh, up uh, uh, Norwells and the seals that are hopper seals are becoming less and less. Well, it's it's a really important time to be working in Greenland because things are changing, and it's not not only because the because of the hunting, but the, the climate is changing. So, mm. so we have a, we have documented that, uh, for example, polar bears in in West Greenland are are kind of getting thinner and moving further north. We have also shown that the bowhead whales, Grönlandsval. They are they are uh, very depending on the cold water and also narwhals and the water is getting warmer. So 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 the, the we expect that all these Arctic animals are going to move further north. They are going to be less and less in South Greenland and and they are, but they are going to stay mm. in the north. And there will be new animals coming when it's getting warmer. So so we are going to see changes. We are seeing changes. Yeah. How do you cooperate with the uh, fishermen and hunters? We, they are kind of uh, central in our work. We, we were not, we will not be able to do much of what we do if it wasn't by the by the close collaboration with with, with the hunters. I actually, it's something I, I I love when I'm when I'm outside and I can get to be together with 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 hunters to 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 learn from from what they do and, mm. uh, and there are lots of uh, ex examples of uh, like uh, 
this year because of the coronavirus we have had to cancel uh, a lot of our trips uh, and uh, we still have been able to get uh, samples from uh, bowhead whales because of the hunters in Keketar Swak are, are going uh, we're out and shooting with their crossbows into the the big RFVVIC, the, the bowhead whales and getting samples for us mm. and we also got samples from, from narwhal hunters in, in East Greenland mm. so so uh, there are lots of things we do together with mm. with them. Nåt om min mamma. Nu är det så att jag inte ser tusen för mig. Nu är det inte så att jag bokar inte så många att jag kan ha med. Det är sånt. Men du är mamma som är sådan med att kunna nåva kartor i navig. Det är vad du kan Mm-hmm. Och då är det så att du är säkert att du är säkert att du är säkert att du är Apaukiatona, Thank you so much for taking your time and we can learn we could learn a little bit more about you and Mexico and then your travel to here and your work. Thank you so much. You're welcome. This is the first time that we have been able to do this. Sinnerhetssättning är att ta tag i 
Sokpasui, 